0: Hello, uh, Rumble, since we're doing this mostly exclusively on Rumble, so that we don't have to watch what we say here. If you're watching, because on YouTube, you can't say certain things like implying somebody got murdered without getting in trouble. So (laughs) we're going to get into some dicey territory today. So thank you for clicking over. Or if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or somewhere else, where, believe it or not, they tend to be a little more freer with how you can talk about such things. Thank you for clicking over from YouTube. It is appreciated. My guest is Dr. Hoynowski from uh, Sister Lucy Truth, the, and we are going to be talking about the Sister, Lucy, uh, Sister Lucia of Fatima having been replaced. We'll call it a hypothesis, I guess, but you have a lot of evidence that you've gathered with expert with expert uh, an analytic opinion to have you convinced more that this is more than a hypothesis at this point that you are dealing with. Enough evidence that if you were taking this to court, you would be able to make a good case for this. I'm guessing. Sure. So, um why don't we start from the beginning at mm-hmm. and act as if I don't know a thing about this, other okay. than that I noticed that the two people in the in the Sister Lucia pictures aren't the same. And I'll try to put one of these pictures on the screen so people know what I'm talking sure. about here. Okay.
1: Okay. So, okay, you're going to put the pictures up. Yep. Okay. Uh,
0: I will act in editing. After okay.
1: So. Yeah, later. Okay. So basically. I was working with the Fatima Center uh, for about 15 years, so very close to Father Gruner and speaking about the Fatima message and speaking about the miracle of the sun, which became sort of my forte at those conferences. And um, everything was going along and, and never was it really spoken of that there was a, a fake Sister Lucy or that Sister Lucy had been replaced. Um, and then Tradition in Action, which I, I know you've heard about and our your viewers have heard about, is a website, Dr. Marion Horvat, was the first, it, when she put up sort of one page certain photos of comparing the, the women, uh, an early Sister Lucy and a later Sister Lucy, the photos were very grainy and difficult to discern what was what. But it was clear that there was some problem that the two that there seemed to be two different women and that it just didn't make sense how they could be the same woman, even though one was older than the other. So it just sort of puzzled me. And this is back in the summer of 2017, how this can be. And if there was a replacement, what would be the implications or is it just nothing and people are making something out of nothing. So I went to my, um, dear friend, uh, Cornelia Ferreira and asked her, what do you think? I mean, is this something or nothing? She said, well, it's, she told me it seems to be something there, but you got to prove it. If there's something in one way or another, it has to be proven. And by proven, we both understood it to mean in a scientific way because it's a big difference to be one person and to be another person. So that's a huge thing. Metaphysically, Mm -hmm. biologically, ontologically, genetically, every way. So, um, so I said in exactly almost, I think it's almost, it's exactly five years from today, uh, five years ago that I sat down and we formed, um, uh uh we formed a nonprofit educational uh, not, uh endeavor to discern whether uh this was the same woman that appeared through all these years and something about her life uh what what was the, what was sister lucy's life and are these the same individuals and if they're not the same individuals what happened to one And who is the replacement? So, but if, again, if there was no problem, then we would just drop it there and just tell the world what we had found. So we began to hire uh, private investigators. Uh, We began to hire um, facial recognition uh, companies who used various kinds of software. But before we we did all that, we had to collect the evidence. Mm -hmm. So we gathered all the pictures we could uh, from the internet, from official texts, from the Fatima shrine, uh, official books, picture books, books on her life, official biographies and so on. And uh, we gathered th- all those pictures together lo- along with video evidence, because there's many videotapes of the later Sister Lucy. And there's some video evidence of the 67 uh, appearance of Sister Lucy. And then there's one beautiful uh, video tape of Sister Lucy in 1946 coming back to Fatima. So there is video evidence but a lot of pictorial evidence and uh, visual evidence. And then there's handwriting evidence also. There's letters from uh, the the 1980s, uh, 1960s, uh, from reportedly Sister Lucy. And then there's the diaries and the notebooks of Sister Lucy that we can look at. So we gathered all that information in basically 2018. And then we began to submit that information, that data to various experts and who knew how to use the facial recognition technology. And also uh, medical experts, scientific experts, forensic experts who could look at the whole span of pictures and make that judgment. Is this the same woman? who appears from the earliest years, 1917, to her purported death in 2005. Uh, Is it the same woman? Of course, that was our major question. And we had to, of course, uh, date all the pictures to place specific dates. And of course, um, there's many pictures from the 30s and 40s. And there's there's good number of pictures from the fifties, but then there's a gap in the pictures from um, late to mid fifties and 1967.
0: That's the uh, period when she was essentially kept in isolation as the story goes, right? Where she as was- the story, As the
1: story goes. Or we didn't know why, we really didn't know. It just We just found out that there was no pictures, there were no pictures for that gap of years. But then on May thirteenth, 1967, uh, Paul VI, in Fatima, to commemorate the 50th anniversary of the apparition, there are many pictures of that event, and also video footage of that event, where Sister Lucy was brought to the full display of the pilgrims, and uh, Paul VI was there, and they they were together for a short time all right it's it's estimated that they only spoke to each other no it's it's reported in newspapers from the time that they only spoke to each other for three minutes in total during that whole visit and uh she asked for a further visit private visit with him but he said no go speak to your bishop uh about it so that no no further visit took place but there was that event of may 13th 1967 and then there's another gap in the photo um presentation and um then we and and also we don't see sister lucy coming out into public from those during those 15 years and then she comes out in public again in a big way. You remember mm-hmm. in 1982, when John Paul II, after the assassination assassination attempt made upon him on May 13th, 1981, uh, the year the next year he went to Fatima and met with um, the woman who is presented as sister lucy Hmm. and from then on from 1982 from then on until her death in 2005 she was a bit of a regular in the media in video footage in photographs her picture was on books that were published uh many of them purported to be of her own writings and um So we have quite a few photos of the Sister Lucy that appeared from 1982 to 2005. So there's sort of, according to the, just the timeline, there's various sets of photos. There's the early childhood photos, which we designate as A. (laughs) There's Mm -hmm. the photos from uh, the 1940s through the 1950s and we designate those as B. And then there's the photos from May 13th, 1967, and those are C. And then there's the photos of the woman after, who appeared in 1982, and after. Um, And we simply said to all the experts, whether it was those using facial recognition technology, or whether it was forensic artists, who are you know specialists and hold world records in this field, or it's maxillofacial surgeons, or dentists, or um, uh, uh, plastic surgeons, uh, or or super recognizers. That's a new that's a new uh, specialty now. superfacial recognizers. Apparently, there's people who are in such a state, an extreme state, that they can't recognize a face at all. They meet someone and then they forget them completely. It's a special condition. Mm-hmm. Where Well, there's the other extreme where they're called super recognizers, where they can remember faces uh, from decades and decades and decades back, or can, re- can t- consistently Recognize uh, faces that are presented to them, mm. or analyze faces in a scientific way, uh, with, with much greater exactitude than the average person would mm. be able to muster. So we we called upon a superfacial recognizer, who was the best in uh, Australia. She that was her field of activity. She's now in New Zealand. Um, and she worked with the University of New South Wales on these projects these superficial recognition projects. So we hired her, we hired a man to analyze the, the written work of Sister Lucy. And In um, all the years, the notebooks, the 40s, the, the a letter from 1969, a letter from 1980 and then, you know, as we went through this, the, con- the continual message coming to us from these experts was that the woman, the, the woman who, the child who we know as the visionary of Fatima, and then the nun of the 1930s and 40s and 50s, the Dorothea nun and then the Carmelite nun, were not the same person. As the woman who appeared on may thirteenth nineteen sixty seven nor what w- were was that real sister Lucy, the same woman that appeared after nineteen eighty two so, so there was- were different women and and one was obviously replacement for the other and um we we you know went a step further because there's all you' got to get every little thing judged and analyzed was the woman of 1967 who appeared with Paul VI at Fatima the same woman that appeared with John Paul II in 1982 and expert after expert has said that they were the same woman so we're dealing really with one replacement one imposter and uh the evidence came in over the course of the, of about 4 years and um just confirming from all different angles even mathematically a mathematical analysis of the various parts of the face and their relationship to each other and uh, some th- and,
0: some things don't change over time like the distance happen. the distance the distance of your eyes being you know as right. they are set in the skull don't tend to change over time right uh, exactly and uh, so many the
1: philum and, and all the different uh, different aspects of the face and, um, you know, and, and they looked at this, they looked at this and they took everything into consideration because for example, we know that in 1948, because she had bad teeth, but for whatever reason, you know, uh, all, uh, all sister Lucy's teeth were extracted. and she was given dentures, you know, that was a, seems like an extreme, uh, solution to a problem, but
0: that is also, an extreme solution to that to is an
1: and which makes you wonder why did that happen? You know, in light of what happened later, but all her teeth, these teeth were, teeth were extracted. She was given dentures. Uh, so the experts knew about this and they took this into consideration and they said, it doesn't make it less likely that it's a different person. It makes it more likely
0: that it's a different person (laughs) because dentures don't do this to the face.
1: So the, the so the,
0: so an objection, somebody would raise to this is, or maybe not an objection, but a question that they would have is were these experts Catholic or were they Fatimists? Were they, you know, really, you know, the types of people who spend, more time reading up on the message of fatima and all the intricate details about it than they do you know practicing their faith or doing other things are these like are these yeah. the kind of people who get really wrapped up in this stuff
1: no they they, they were experts who knew nothing about fatima okay i think so, nothing about Fatima. they weren't hired because they were catholic because they're not catholic uh and they didn't do it because of any interest in fatima whatsoever they were answering a question that we posed to them uh, which you know the implications they themselves didn't fully understand uh because they're just okay this they're looking at the evidence and <laughs> making judgments based on their own profession like the plastic surgeon is saying well this can happen this do, this clearly indicates the most obvious answer to the question as to why these women look different uh, is that they're two different people. And this, this, they cannot be the same people for this reason and that reason. And we really, we wanted to be upfront with all these reports. So we've published all our reports online. Everything that we have is online and we try to get them up as soon as possible because we don't want to have anyone say, well, you're just filtering the evidence and uh there's something else in the report well read the report Mm -hmm. they're very detailed they're very scientific i am not an expert in any of those things that are that are put up there i am not an expert and and i was sort of amazed at their answers to our question are these the same is this the same person throughout and for example Uh, We have the report, two reports actually of Lois Gibson, who holds the world record, the Guinness Book of World Record for identifying with her forensic art the most criminals. I think there's something like 1600 criminals that she identified with her forensic art for years. She worked with um, the Houston Police Department, and she's also trained in dentistry Mm. during the 70s so she's at the top of her her profession like all the experts that we asked and we and she came back after producing she said she said in her email she said well i could do five reports but only you, but in this case only one is necessary and she gave the report and she told the reasons why uh there was only one necessary and she, she came she's presented you know she, we i was she said in her email presenting her analysis she said it is impossible that these two women be the same person it's impossible that mm-hmm. they be the same person uh, based on the forensic evidence and we also asked her later on are is the 67 uh lucy who you judge to be? A different person is she the same as the 1982 Sister Lucy? And Lois Gibson said yes, she is. She <laughs> that's the same person. So she was looking at all the different aspects of it, and over and over again, you see the experts saying it's impossible to that these two people, that these this individual portrayed in all these pictures and all these videos be the same person. So it's, it's it was sort of shocking because it was unexpected for us. I mean, I had never thought of this really until, you know, five years ago, that it was even an, a possibility that there was anything to it at all. I, I never even heard of the possibility that there was two Sister Lucys. But sadly enough, we've uncovered what's got to be one of the greatest secrets that the Vatican
0: holds. in the modern era at least aside from maybe the depths of the u.s government's involvement at vatican ii which apparently there are there's evidence of that out there absolutely um now an objection i have gotten from people on this is like this i got some angry responses to my short video i did on this just a couple (laughs) weeks ago um one was you know what do you hope to accomplish by telling people about this by digging this stuff up as if there aren't some serious implications about. There are serious, and the truth is worth it. Right, the truth is always worth it, and so let's talk about some of these implications. For example, um, we touched on these a little bit when we were talking beforehand, before we uh, when we first were uh, chatting before we started recording this. One of those implications really is uh, Sister Lucy will say going all in on the modernist heresy after vatican two like yes. it, it totally endorsing like the crazy years after the council sure how everything in the faith got up ended after the council she yes. went all in and endorsed everything which is strange given everything we ha- if you've read the things that she said in the 1920s and 1930s it's a little bit it, it by itself that seems to be different like sure. you're talking about different people at that point sure and and we just
1: ask ourselves the general question, because we've, uh, I mean, we have a letter. We have a letter that purportedly came from Sister Lucy in 1969, which was the year the mass was changed. The new order mass was put in place mm-hmm. and sort of symbolizing the whole modernist revolution that would take place. And um, we've presented that to our handwriting analyst, our expert. Uh, who's who says in a document in which he swears to, you know, on the on, you know, uh, with the crime of perjury hanging over his head,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: the 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 writing in that letter in 1969 does not match the writing in the notebooks and the the previous letters of Sister Lucy from the 30s and 40s. And fifties, and we have letters from the fifties. So, and it was a cleverly uh, thought through forgery. And in that letter, Sister Lucy, or the woman who purports to be Sister, says, praises Paul the Sixth, calls him the great, the great shepherd who we are to follow. And anyone who objects to his leading of the flock, she says, is of the devil in so many words she says is of the devil so basically she is indicting in the whole traditionalist movement uh, since the new mass was put in place and she continued that attitude until her death in 2005 i mean she said nothing against uh you know the the prayer meeting at Assisi, all the innovations of in the post-Vatican II Church, and uh nothing about the third, nothing challenging the third secret. Is this the whole thing? Is this what we are waiting for for all these years? She fully endorsed that release of the third secret. She knew what they were going to say about it. There's even a video of her and um i'm thinking cardinal sedano but that's not the right one um who's the last cardinal the secretary of state for benedict uh bertone's cardinal bertone right she yeah. cardinal bertone took the third secret to sister lucy and she said yes this is my writing this is fully endorsing it as if we're to believe that a secret which was to be released by 1960 at the latest is about the assassination attempt against John Paul II, (laughs) which doesn't occur till 1981. (laughs) what, What sense does any of this make?
0: It doesn't. And this is where I get to the next kind of question, which is more of an observation is it seems like, the purpose for this would be to bury the Fatima message completely sure. and to sub- and or to subvert it for the new order in the church sure. and to turn it into a sort of a, a, re- a reinforcing of the revolution in the church as opposed to quite possibly a warning against the revolution in the church. Because I tend to look at the Fatima message in line with other approved Marian apparitions like Our Lady of La Salette and Boyan Successo and a few others. And it all they all have a kind of a common through line of deep corruption in the church leading to a material and spiritual chastisement. That seems to be the common through line, which is why it's a, the, it's a little odd that her messages after you know the 1960s turn into an endorsement of the revolution in the church sure. and a condemnation of those who resist the heresies we see and the deep deep grotesque sins in the church absolutely
1: and um you know it's um it's sort of it's sort of shocking to see how much she went along with everything and Mm -hmm. and it would if we didn't know based on the scientific evidence that was a different person it, it would be we'd have to drop all our ideas you know about mm-hmm. what Fatima's uh, about or what we should do because listen there's a parallel the more we I I've thought about it the more I see a parallel between the the uh you know the changing of sister Lucy I mean physical changing of sister Lucy from one person to another and the change in the church they run the, the changes run parallel to each other The old Sister Lucy, if you look at the pictures, and there are many on our website, sisterlucytruth.org website, um, the old Sister Lucy sort of radiated the piety, the traditional piety and morality of the Catholic Church. I mean, and also her just demeanor, you could tell this is a woman who saw this Jesus Christ, the Sacred Heart who saw the Blessed Virgin Mary, who asked for the, a miracle that became the miracle of the sun on October 13th, she saw a manifestation of the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, this woman, and she embodied that. She was always sort of serious. I mean, there's a beautiful video of produced by the Fatima Shrine of her in 1946 at Fatima, the real Sister Lucy. She meets her family for the last time, probably, and um, it's a very beautiful, but she's clearly a pious, very reserved individual. And then you see the new Sister Lucy. I challenge anyone to look at those photos from Sister Lucy appearing with Paul VI at Fatima, May 13, 1967, Uh, Look at those. Look at that Lucy there. Uh, She's open. She's shaking hands. She's smiling. She's, you know, gorgeous. (laughs) Look at her. I mean, Mm -hmm. skin beautiful. And uh, she looks about 20 years old, younger, younger than she's supposed to look. and and then her attitude her total demeanor she actually there's video a video of her in 1967 upholding the arm of paul the sixth like in a champion baseball kind of you know victory sign he's he's great he's he's winning um he's the champion we can't even imagine (laughs) The old yeah. sister Lucy doing anything like that, right?
0: I mean, it's not even. It's it's it's, awesome. Ill, it, it, it's illogical, and it's 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 almost as if they found an actress to play her. And not a very good one either. They
1: didn't find it very good. It doesn't, you know, like you see shows that are meant to portray historical events. You say, that's not the person. No, that's not it. That's not JFK. That's not the the queen. You know, that, that doesn't, that's not them at all. Same thing with this. They got some kind of woman who is acting out the persona of Sister Lucy, and she's not very good at it. She's a very poor study and um, you see that. For example, have you seen the video of her receiving communion from John Paul II in, at Fatima in the year 2000?
0: No, I haven't seen oh, that.
1: Oh, you know, remember the real sister Lucy in 1916, uh, and as one of the three children of Fatima, received communion from an angel. And an angel told them how to worship. The blessed sacrament, and it's you know basically prostration, mm. basically prostration. And in this video, which you can see, um, uh, on YouTube, receiving communion 2000, she uh, John Paul II offers her the, the host and she raises her hand to him almost as if she's used to receiving in the hand
0: which isn't which hasn't even been allowed in the vatican anyway like the vatican didn't allow that until very recently trying
1: to put it on her tongue which is yeah raising her hand to touch it and and then finally he gets it towards her mouth and uh and then she she receives the host on her tongue finally in her mouth and then she goes to kiss his hand immediately after
0: That's not what you do when you have the when you just receive the Eucharist.
1: No, you don't. You don't start kissing the hand of the person who gave you it. And then you know she she asked her security if she, after receiving, right after receiving, if she could stand right near John Paul II afterwards. And it's just, there's no way. I mean, it's almost like she didn't have any clue as to how traditional Catholic people received the
0: Blessed Sacrament. Right. Okay. So with that having been uh, talked about, why don't we entertain a couple of uh, different kind of like hypotheses here? It's generally accepted that she disappeared at some point in the 1960s for those who hold to this position, correct? That, yes. that her, it, she was her last confirmed public appearance or appearance with, uh, Trustworthy source like a priest of yeah. some kind would have been the late 1950s, and by the late 1960s, it was somebody else. That is the generally accepted right, yes. Are how familiar are you with the St. Gallen Mafia? Not very, I know it in generalities, yes. So, a uh, Catholic author Julia Maloney has a book on the St. Gallen Mafia uh, uh, detailing their uh, earliest known. Modern origins, including in the 1950s, with Ted McCarrick going to St. Gallen, Switzerland as a young sure. priest, and um, all the way through Francis getting installed and all the rest of it. And I'm kind of wondering, because who would pull, be able to pull something like this off? Right. And the only group that comes to mind is the St. Gallen Mafia. Mm-hmm. And we know that they've been active for a very long time before Francis, because sure. um, numerous people have attested to. John Paul II and Benedict having their mail intercepted in the Vatican, a lot of it having to do with the sex the sex abuse cover up and things like that sure. you know reports of priests being you know people trying to contact Rome to try to get something done and their the letters just never getting to where they're supposed to. And it begins and it that it's speculation but there aren't that many groups in the church who would do something like that. Right. Who have the resources and the coordination to be able to do something like that. But the Saint Gallen Mafia is one of them you would have to be pretty evil <laughs> to tell you the truth right. looking at it and also have to be
1: in control of the whole the v- vatican system and uh because only only the vatican could order something like this and mm-hmm. uh, follow through on the substitution and then cover up the whole thing for all these decades it had to be knowing the catholic church
0: as we do it have to be coming from the vatican and um and experience. by the vatican we're probably meaning the roman curia here the corrupt officials within the curia itself i don't know if paul the Sixth was behind this or john the 23rd would have been behind this people they certainly, they certainly went along with it right if he was aware if he was if he knew he went along with it um and you know, to show my biases here, I, let's just say I was a little surprised when Francis canonized him until I realized he was just canonizing the whole, he was <laughs> just canonizing Vatican II yeah. when he did it. But um, it wouldn't, I mean, it, I guess it wouldn't surprise me if he was, you if he, it be, was.
1: She had to be disappeared in the, under John the 23rd or Paul the 6th. She would have to have disappeared because by 67 from then on, it's a totally different person.
0: There has been speculation that she was, uh, prepared to go public if uh, the pope of 1960 didn't make the message public sure. yes. which would have ma- meant people around john the 23rd sure um, she knew the third secret too she, she had
1: written down under obedience had written down the third secret they couldn't falsify anything and why in 1960 because obviously in night the third secret had to be released by 1960 because it had something to do with the revolution in the church,
0: right? You know? That's that's why the it's about the assassination attempt on John Paul II story it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because no, no, not at all. I mean, it's a why is 1960 matter for an event that would take place in 1981? Sure. John, I mean, John Paul II, Carol Latoya was what? What was he doing in 1960? He was uh he was an he archbishop. Was a, he he, he was, was a bishop. A, yeah, that point, but that was he was a it. bishop.
1: He was a bishop. He attended. He attended vatican too and was very much uh very influential in the mm-hmm. whole production of the documents and so on um so absolutely and i think you know father gruner was always very specific when speaking about the third secret when i would speak to him in private over and over again he would quote uh cardinal choppi, who you know he had heard from and through various sources and, and Cardinal uh, Chappie said that the third secret is about
0: the apostasy in the church coming from the very top. And I've seen him talk about that in, in uh, some of those early Fatima Center videos when sure. it was just, those where it was just him and John Vernari having a conversation across the table from each other, those old sure. videos. Um, and it's the only thing that really makes sense because whatever it was caused Sister Lucia to only be able to write it under obedience, and after sure, after praying for the grace to be able to to write, I and mean, put she, a pen to paper. She
1: could write down about hell, the description of hell, and about World War II, and get those out. But the third secret troubled her so profoundly well, that numerous,
0: she could do it. Numerous figures who claimed to know what the third secret was for various reasons whenever asked, would say, and they'd be giving these horrible things like Hollywood-style doomsday things, and they'd be like, no, it's worse than that. And it's because an apostasy in the church coming from the very top is sure. infinitely worse than all the nuclear missiles in the world being launched, because yeah. an apostasy leads souls to hell. People sure. don't realize this, that there may be some grace for the innocent people who were dragged along in this apostasy who didn't realize, who put all their faith into the institution, but At the end of the day countless souls would be lost who might have otherwise had a chance because they put because they embraced heresy and that's what really what we're talking about here is if if there are people in the institution of the church who are willing to change overtly things about the faith including its relation the the relationship of the church to the world uh, religious liberty and these other things sure what else are they willing to do because these are, these are serious theological changes. People brush it off now. They go through mental gymnastics today to make... Well, because we're so used to it. We're, we're so
1: used to it. We forget the Catholic Church spent its whole existence defining doctrine mm-hmm. and attacking heresies and being concerned about presenting the purity of the faith that came to us from the apostles and the Holy Ghost and God the Son himself used to be a thing (laughs) now whatever now it's just in the club
0: yeah get get along with the secular authorities and hopefully they'll let us keep having our masses and things that's kind of what no you
1: know know what because there are interviews there are interviews with the new sister lucy in 1991 and 1990 1992 and 1993 with carlos Evaristo and cardinal and bishops and they she. They asked her, "Well, what do you, What does it mean? What did Our Lady mean by Russia be converting?" And she said,
0: "An end of the schism."
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we know that it meant end the schism, become Catholics, enter fully into the church. And uh, and Sister Lucy didn't say that at all. She said it doesn't mean converting to the Catholic faith. It means converting to a system in which people can choose. You know, to do the good or to, to, to yeah. Do that that
0: that was the that was the second sister Lucy who said that.
1: That was the second sister yeah, okay. Lucy. Okay. Just to be that clear. Was, oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! Nineteen ninety-two. So by then, the oh, conveni-
0: conveniently here. after the Cold War is over, she says this. Right. Absolutely. Right.
1: So I mean, this is oh, so what it means changing for, to
0: a liberal democracy with religious liberty. That's what she said. I'm going to tell you another objection people have, and I it's more like the source of a lot of these objections. And that sure. is people, many people are very invested in the 1984 declaration that the consecration was accepted by heaven, that John Paul II accomplished it. A lot of people are very invested in that. It's just like, weirdly now, there are a lot of people invested in Francis having accomplished this. Sure. And. Sister Lucia said rather bluntly that when it happens, there will be a radical conversion of Russia, that it will not be ambiguous, that it will be so obvious and so sudden that everybody will know that it was like heaven sent and that it was the Catholic Church that did that basically was the instrument for it. But none of that happened. Not 1984, yeah, not I 2022. Think. In fact, how many consecrations of Russia were, or consecrations of the world were there before Francis's? There were because there were several of yeah,
1: these. Absolutely. Incredible. And
0: it was really the implication is that, of course, this you know impostor would not have the ability to tell us whether heaven accepted such a thing or not, yeah, and yeah. that it really casts doubt into a lot of the motives behind these these consecrations if the popes involved knew which. I doubt John Paul II knew. I'm not, you know, I've never hidden the fact that I'm not exactly his biggest fan. The Assisi, it's hard to be, it's, you know, the Assisi, the Assisi things kind of make it hard, right? But there's, I would be doubt, I would doubt that he was in on this, but it, it comes down to a lot of people being attached to him and to the, uh, to his Fatima consecrations. And because if, you know, if she, if it's an imposter, that means what? that his consecrations were probably were probably invalid even though i mean they were they were
1: certainly not done in the way that that our lady asked and that, that lucy in the past emphasized it had to be done uh with all the bishops of the world you know specifically russia the consecration of russia not the world but russia the, and this it, is
0: why i also am skeptical of the francis the francis did
1: plus, plus to bring about the, its conversion Right, not not say, not, not end world of a war. Peace is just a, con- a world peace is a consequence of the consecration and the conversion of Russia. It's not the main. Pacifistic peace is not. Worldly peace is not the end of it. That's a fruit
0: of it. Right, That's and are, it. plus there's an impli. Impl- there's an implication that when it's done, the errors of Russia that have spread around the world will be de- defeated which sounds yeah. like it sounds like it will be messy <laughs> to put it mildly really? sure, because sure. as people love to point out in my comment section why are you so harping on the errors of russia america is the biggest promoter of these errors i'm like well that's a whole other subject the infiltration right. of the united states government by you know by communists they
1: spread throughout the world i mean they no. they, spread, they spread and infiltrated the entire world and also of course the first saturdays were supposed to be presented to the world and emphasized by the popes,
0: which was did never it happened
1: actual consecration. So, uh, of course, that didn't happen. I,
0: I used to promote the first Saturdays. I need to do another first Saturdays video soon. Sure. It's been a couple, It's been a year at least since I've done one. Sure. But if you're seeing this and you've made it this far into this conversation <laughs> and you have not kept the five first Saturdays devotion, please do so. There is I've got videos on there. You can go search my archives for them. Sure. But you go and meditate on a, on the mysteries of the rosary for 15 minutes after receiving communion and you make sure you go to confession and the church using its authority expanded how long you have to actually receive communion and go to confession to like, I think eight days on either side of that first Saturday. So you sure. should be able to do that. Right. And you, after mass you spend 15 minutes uh, meditating on the rosary and you receive communion in reparation for five, very specific or for very specific sins all having to do essentially with Protestant heresies for the most part and yeah. secular heresies and secular yeah. it, sliming of our lady.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Because, <laughs> I mean, this is it's key and most Catholics don't do this. I've gone, I've completed it once or twice. Yeah, and yeah. I will tell you, and I do, I also tell people go find a traditional parish to do this at simply because the priest at those masses will offer the mass for the intentions of the Vipers Saturdays whereas if you go to a vigil mass at your neighborhood parish you're you're just not that's just not going to happen right. um but the at the, even these traditional parishes they will be nearly empty sure it'd be okay. like 20 people there for those for saturday right. masses instead of the you know 300 for the normal mass right
1: yeah it's um a devotion that it was supposed to go hand in hand with the consecration mm-hmm. and. Uh, just the real Sister Lucy emphasized over and over again that this was the case, and um, and uh, that's it's not it's not happening. It didn't happen. It hasn't happened since Sister Lucy was replaced. I mean, I, there's no doubt that a lot of I'll just say a lot of Apple carts, This information, which can be seen with our your own eyes and our own eyes and and, and looked at and the reports looked at. It overturns, I mean, it causes us to rethink the whole history of the last 60 years in the church. Like, to think about it from another perspective. Maybe it was darker, and maybe there was something more sinister going on than most people think. But, you know, we tend to sh- sh- shy away from that idea, and, well, there's some things that are a little crazy that happened, but, but no
0: it really does they, they put, get rid it, of sister, they didn't get rid of sister lucy for just little changes no and i mean at the end of the day it gets it puts a whole new light on the what i generally refer to just as the infiltration thesis about right. what happened you know leading up to and after vatican 2 because yes. you're not just dealing i mean heresy is evil people forget people really downplay this and this because we live in a culture that Professes to value the marketplace of ideas, and competing sure. ideas, and pluralism, and all these other things. Sure. Heresy is evil. Yes. It's evil because yes. it leads souls to hell. Yes, it's a com- fundamental misunderstanding of God and His nature and is to- The
1: heresy. Modernism is the synthesis of all heresies, and the real Sister Lucy would have pointed that out.
0: Right, and somewhere in Peshendi, Saint Pius X tells you that. Uh, that not all not all people who hold to the, the heresy of modernism are heretics, and I would guess he, by that he would mean formal heretics, which kind of complicates the whole issue a little bit, but we are talking about real evil, and if when you understand that heresy is evil, that knowingly holding to a heresy, knowingly rejecting the deposit of the faith and trying to supplant it with something else, when you recognize that as evil, you find yourself confronted with the question of what else would these people do sure and again i'm not saying that this was like a lot of the paridi at vatican ii you know the, the, the what, seminarian at the time joseph ratzinger i doubt he wasn't involved in this you know but there were problems very deep problems in the church at the time on bugnini was is, is all has all been but confirmed to been a freemason I mean, there was that nun who came out who said that she was a house cleaner, basically, in in Vatican and cleaned his rooms after he'd been dismissed and found all sorts of Masonic stuff in there, right? Mm -hmm. And his council of people who made the new mass, they were Protestant ministers who were probably Masons themselves, right? When you start thinking about these things logically, it leads to some pretty dark places about the implications about the state of the church and about what happened. And I'm not a set of a contest. I tend to disagree with their final conclusion. But i could see where this would take people there (laughs) you know how someone would go there from here
1: the implications are grave no doubt because Mm -hmm. you also you have to really think about the fact that god allowed this god allowed this to happen our lady allowed her messenger to be taken out in one way or another that's pretty serious which means pretty serious evil was involved in the whole process and in the act itself. And uh, it makes you think, but it also makes you think of the fact that the power of the real Catholic religion, which Sister Lucy embodied, Mm -hmm. that would have stood as a shining light against all the dirty modernists who wanted to destroy the faith it would have she would have been the light which attracted all those who resisted the apostasy in the church she would have been the light which would have attracted them she would have been in constant contact with them at least through letters perhaps or statements which is why they silenced her in the 50s they silenced her absolutely and but- they put someone in the pl- her place did everything the modernists wanted
0: and you know what the thing is about it though she still is contacting people her messages is, is survived There are yes. the organizations like the fatima center you know guys like me who put their stuff up on youtube and others people like you doing the work of trying to get to the bottom of this sure keep the message alive yes absolutely. and that's the critical thing here and you watching this at home or listening to this on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this can keep the message alive yourself by living the message, which is to repent of your sins, keep the first Saturdays, get enrolled in the brown scapular, pray the little office in addition to your rosary every day, make reparation for sins and work on your sanctity and tell the truth about what's going on sure even if that leads you to places you know in the, you know long drives to find a good mass on Sunday instead of sure. one where you're going to be hearing the you know, a homily about you know the progressive political issues of the day. This is why right. my family and I drive a long distance every Sunday for mass because there's mm-hmm. a quote-unquote reverend ordo five minutes from my house. But the homily you're going to hear every every Sunday is uh immigration this and refugees that and it, all the rest all the rest of the secular talking points. So why would I bother? <laughs> so, like, right. it's um no it ca- it
1: calls us to a I mean it's a sh- it's a wake up call. It's a wake up call. First of all, every people have to inform themselves. Like what happened? Mm -hmm. What happened? What is the evidence that something happened? Look Mm -hmm. at the evidence with your own eyes. That's the best judge. All right. Mm -hmm. We have scientific everything you'd want, but except for DNA, which one day we hope to get (laughs) DNA evidence that would, that's going to be an accomplishment.
0: You'll like have to get to getting something back. from sister getting something from either of the women will be t- will probably be tough. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be difficult. Um, so what do you say, though, to the people who say that the last couple of years in the world have made them very distrustful of experts in general? I understand that with the medical so, industry right now, but like broadly speaking, I don't quite understand. Well, so
1: These are these are experts that had no agenda. All they did was answer a question that we asked is this the same woman uh and based and you can look at the reports yourselves they analyze they don't talk about the theology involved in fatima or the different groups uh that exist now that are arguing about the latin mass or anything they don't talk about that at all they talk about the nose and the the jaw and the you know the relation between the eyes and the, the nose and um the shape of hairlines and
0: things about. yeah
1: and and the little lines in the writing and that's what they're talking about and they sign their names and they say that this is what we think this art we're putting our reputations on the line not because we care about where anyone's going to go with it but it's just what we find. And that's all I wanted from them. That's all I asked them to do is, what is your judgment on this? And so people are going to take the facts in different way, but they can. But um, we have to just look at the facts, because I think they show something very shocking. But I think it's about time that we're shocked.
0: We we're sleep. I most Catholics are sleepwalking, even like hardline trads are... Sleepwalking right now is the feeling we get, I get, we get we...
1: comfortable in our groups. We become comfortable and not realizing that we're called upon to continue the church, mm-hmm. the Catholic Church, against all enemies and also, you know, against the world, the flesh, and the devil. And that's what Sister Lucy would want. That's what is about ultimately.
0: Mm-hmm. Preserving Kingdom the faith. The
1: Catholic faith, the miracle, of the sun one of the main things it was meant to do was confirm the truth of the Catholic faith.
0: Right. And it did. It, it, so, and it did. There were conversions okay, practically on the spot it,
1: on the spot where people were begging for mercy and reciting the creed and uh, in preparation for imminent death. So um, no, this is very important. And thank you so much for letting us letting sister Lucy truth express itself and, and our what our findings are, and you know, hopefully your your listeners and will go to our reports and just look at them themselves and look at the evidence, and um, you know, make make your own judgments. But we, I'll try
0: to it... I'll try to post a link to this in my in okay. show notes that okay. return on the my sources blog because okay. YouTube Great. doesn't like posting links to things for some reason. But um, okay. I would be remiss if I didn't ask this though, because somebody's sure. going to ask me this, and there was reports that there was going to be a Fatima. Um, documentary that came out right around the time of that Fatima movie, uh, that Fatima movie that I detest. By the way, the more right. I think about it, the so more it right. makes me mad. Yes. But yes. you remember the Fatima movie that came out? Yes, I know. Or so? I saw it,
1: and I was gravely disappointed because it falls into the old modernist idea that it makes it it seem like the apparitions were really part of Sister Lucy's own consciousness somehow. Right.
0: So, really but there was supposed to be like a third party um yes. documentary yes. That, was was gonna that was going to come out that was that was that was not going to be made by catholics these were going to be external people doing something and i think wasn't it going to touch on the identity of sister lucy and then it just so, disappeared yes. didn't it
1: yes we were we were working with i'll just say this we were working with a man who um was trying to get this organized um and people like Netflix and mm-hmm. things like that uh covid hit and so they gave the excuse of covid well we're not filming anymore and and then um we ended our relationship with that man oh, okay uh, and so it just didn't go anywhere but okay. that does, that doesn't mean we've done a lot on small time productions of, you know, what our story is, what our reports are and what we're about, but uh, we're still waiting for the big fish, (laughs) the uh, media, big fish. And uh, we're still waiting for that. And, you know, it would have been nice if it happened a few years ago, but we, we've been progressing. We haven't stopped. We're still investigating and getting reports and, um, Finding new things all the time out so um but but yeah, we're looking for a producer to do a big movie and uh blow this show the whole world what what's
0: been found and that'll and be an interesting fun. that'll be an interesting day when you can do that um let sure. me know if you ever do a you know a not a GoFundMe, but whatever the Christian one is. There's a Christian alternative to Was GoFundMe. Right? Okay,
1: yes. And if you Thank ever you.
0: give send to go, I think is it. If you ever do something like that, let me know and I'll and I'll make sure to give you some Oh, uh, make sure. Thanks, thanks so much. Um, uh, where can people have, find uh, you? Where can people find you besides that Sister Lucy Truth? Okay, I know you're also okay, well, having a YouTube channel. I write
1: a I write a blog. It's called Rad. Well, it's it's called Rad Trad Tomist.
0: Okay.
1: And um, so you can by going Rad Trad Tomist, you can see things I blog, and I put new sister Lucy findings or videos up uh on that blog along with other things, my own commentaries uh about world events and so on. But uh sisterlucytruth.org and sisterlucyfilms.org also uh which presents some of our you know videos and uh you know trying to angle that movie big movie in the future hopefully if you, anyone knows anybody, just send them our way. <laughs> we can pull that off.
0: I so, actually, I actually might know some people. So oh, is that but, right? Well, yeah, sort of, sort of. Yeah, if you could. It, say it, it ended it, up it. making That's like story like, of the century. I mean, we have the
1: story of the century. You know, move over JFK. This is, this is has a spiritual punch to it, and it. I mean, it's 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 incredible. It's incredibly sad, and you know, we're sort of. joking about it or or, you know like having to speak about it but it's incredibly sad and incredibly but it's also incredibly moving and i don't know spirit sublime almost like she was a martyr Mm -hmm. she was a martyr sister the real sister lucy is a martyr she died because
0: or she was At the very very least She became a a white uh, Got the white crown of martyrdom martyrdom. Silenced and and imprisoned And squirreled away somewhere But the kind of people we're talking about Probably wouldn't have limited it to that They couldn't have risked it I don't think so Personally I don't think so Because what if she ever got out What if someone actually
1: met with her Who carried a message Their whole edifice of lies Would fall
0: apart so the other place you can be found there's a YouTube channel too isn't there for Sister yes, Lucy Truth. Yes. Yes. I, is,
1: our YouTube at uh, YouTube channel. Also we have a Facebook page, also we're on Twitter, Sister Lucy Truth. So we try to put things up almost every day and our website is been we can you can have it translated into 110 different languages. Nice. So whatever, <laughs> basically whatever language you speak, you can read our reports in. Uh, and um so
0: plus youtube not youtube google has a really terrible translating extension for chrome it works it just um sometimes it likes to repeat like duplicate text um i've run into that problem before (laughs) like you know translating a vegano letter from italian that he only wrote police in italian Um, well uh thanks for coming on with me today and we'll we'll, um yeah and we'll um you know, reach out again if you have any major updates, sure. because we'll absolutely have another conversation, I think. Um, but uh, go check out their work, his work over at uh, Sister Lucy Truth and Rad Tridomist, And uh, go to the YouTube channel and, and go follow that one, because you can dive deeper into specifics about things. And there are, you know, you, you can get, if you have very specific questions, it's probably a video on it. Anyway. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, thank you for tuning in today. Let me know what you thought of this in the comments, please. Yes.
1: And uh, as always,
0: pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein, Ave Maria.